Today, we're going to look at the three biggest holes in your financial bucket. Stay tuned. From Philadelphia, the home of the Liberty Bell, Financial Freedom Radio starts now. Here's your host, Raymond Jewell. Welcome back to financialfreedomradio.com. I say .com because uh, about two or three years ago, all we could get was .net, but then somebody graciously gave up .com and we jumped on it. Financialfreedomradio.com. I want to thank you all for coming, listening, and please uh, like and share. And uh, if you're on YouTube, Financial Freedom Radio, uh, youtube.com slash Financial Freedom Radio, ring the bell so you'll get notified when we put these shows up. And so let's let's say good morning to our wonderful producer. I have to stay on his good side because he has all the buttons. Morning, Steve. Good morning, Dr. Ray. How are you? And yes, you do need to stay on my good side today. Yeah, you got all the buttons. I got all the buttons. Like, I can make you quiet. Like, I, can, I can take you off the air, whatever pleases me. Yeah, well, but you know what? If you take me off the air, then you got to do it. How's that That's sound? True. That's true. That's true. <laughs> People so need this your, information. Uh, yeah, how was your holiday? It was good. It was a very good holiday. We went down to visit my daughter in uh, South Carolina and had a good time down there. Did you quarantine? <sighs> no. South Carolina is a no quarantine state, so I'm good. My wife uh, is a school teacher. She got tested because uh, that's one of the rules for being a teacher up here. And she is COVID free, which means I'm COVID free. And Not my daughter, necessarily. yes, necessarily, according to the rules. And my daughter works in a hospital and she's tested all the time. So we're good to go. So my wife's COVID free. So that means I am. That's right. Oh, okay. That's, That's good well, to know. Did your wife get you tested? You heard it here first, folks. That's right. I'm a medical doctor. Did your wife get tested? <clears throat> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Then. Clearly, if she had COVID, you'd have COVID. Uh, uh, you know, you're going to love this because I know it's your favorite topic, taxes. <laughs> it's everyone's favorite topic, right? Let me tell you, you know, I'm going to do a little politics here, but you guys want your taxes to go up? Vote for Sleepy Joe. Uh, you don't want them to go up? Stay the course. But we're going to talk about the three biggest holes in your bucket that cost you money and you have no control over it. How's that for a lead-in, Steve? It, it sounds frightening, quite honestly. Yeah. Well, the three are taxes, lost opportunity cost, and inflation. <clears throat> Excuse me. Last week, we went over, we saw a slide that uh, outlined the holes in the bucket. And we, uh, do we have that slide, Steve? And we looked at them and they were taxes. The cost and lost opportunity costs blend together and inflation. So we're gonna talk about taxes and the cost that they incur that most people don't pay a whole lot of attention to. You know, when you pay your taxes, and even though taxes are low right now, 
when you've got a political candidate that says he's going to raise your taxes, that should be the first sign that you don't want that dude in office. Because when you raise taxes, what he does is create more cost on you that you don't even know. Yes, your taxes go up. And even if they raise them like two or three or 5%, that increases the cost. And the reason why that does, and lost opportunity cost is real. Businesses pay attention to it all the time. People don't. But whenever you spend money, and you've heard me say this on other shows, but I'm saying it, and, and maybe this may be your first time. If not, it's repetition, and that's good too. When you spend money and you get nothing in return, you have a cost. Because you spent that money in taxes that you could have spent somewhere else. Years ago, they had no taxes. And that's why, that's why these, we call them robber barons. They really weren't. They were, they were uh, wealthy people that acquired their wealth by visualization and imaging. But they built huge houses, they mansions, because they had no tax. The only way they ran the company or the country company country was through tariffs. So they had no tax and they had no lost opportunity cost. Everything they spent was spent to benefit them. Nowadays, there's a tax and you have to pay that tax. So you have to calculate what you could have earned if you were able to spend that money for your own wants and dreams. Businesses will not spend any money unless they can see the result that they get from it. And if they get minimal results, they're not going to spend it. If they get massive results, they'll spend it. And a lot of times it's projected. But they calculate the results they're going to get for the expenditure they make. If they advertise, put money in advertising, are they going to get people over here? But, but we can't do that as individuals. We pay our taxes and we create a cost and we get nothing back. So... That could be huge if you could have put those dollars in the bank at a reasonable rate of return over your lifetime. You've heard people say that if I were able to save Social Security on my own, I'd have more money. And that's true. But would they do it? So for all the people that are listening that are uh, serious about growing wealth and serious about saving, this is what your cost is. Because if you pay your taxes, that's money you don't have in savings. That's money you can't buy a house with. That's money that you can't buy land with, real estate, start a business. So if somebody says they're going to raise your taxes, even a small amount, that can translate into a huge amount of dollars down the road. So when people talk about lost opportunity costs, that is a real cost. And look back years ago when they had no taxes, how the people lived. And they made a reasonable income. They weren't making tons of money and barely getting by. They had a decent, reasonable income and were able to spend every dime of it and save what they want and to buy 
uh, antiques and gold and, and things that grew in wealth even more. So taxes can hold people back and you've got to work around it. So you've got to minimize it as best as you can. Businesses do it all the time. They try to pay at least amount of taxes as they can. They get huge deductions for it. So lost taxes and lost opportunity costs are, are, are together. Now, another hole in the bucket that is really huge is inflation. That can cost you huge amounts of money over time. So anytime you keep your money in cash, it's going to go down in value. So you want to make inflation your friend, not your enemy. You want your investments to be inflation friendly. And what is that? Well, your house is inflation friendly. It goes up with inflation. You bought it at one price, over time it goes up in value. So that's inflation friendly. Gold is inflation friendly. Silver, not so much, it goes up and down. But gold seems to rise with inflation. Right now, I think it's 16 hundred dollars an ounce. I bought some of it when it was back at $200 an ounce. So I've got a nice little profit margin. I'm inflation friendly. Hey, you Ray, want to make sure. Ray, can I jump yes, in with sir. a question? Sure. I, I know you tend to, to run the show, but I just, I, I wanted to dig into that for a second because I buy silver. I can't, I don't have the liquid assets to buy gold yet, but I do buy silver. Why would you say that silver is not inflation friendly? I mean, gold goes up and down too. It may not have the swings. You know, when you have something that's $1,600 an ounce versus something that's 20 or $30 an ounce, you know, a $10 swing on a $1,600 investment is not a big deal. A $10 swing on a silver investment is a big deal. But isn't it basically the same thing? I mean, you're locking in something that isn't cash at a price. And so even if I get silver at $20, I have $20 worth of silver. If inflation moves the dollar down, it's still $20 worth of silver, right? I mean, if I put $20 yeah. into silver today and the dollar drops, and then I take out the $20 worth of silver when the dollars drop, I basically beaten inflation with that, right? Yeah, I, I I should have been clearer about that. I'm looking at the massive swings like real estate and gold, but you're right. Silver goes up. I mean, you silver fluctuates just like gold. Uh, I don't know what it is now. Maybe you do, but I haven't looked. I know it was um, at 30 the last time I looked. Okay, that's good. You know, I've got silver at 12. Yeah. And uh, so, but I mean, yes, but be, silver. To me, it's kind of like Bitcoin. Because I did a lot of stuff in crypto before, and you know, Bitcoin. It, it, which I think what you're really talking about is things that have high value can tolerate swings a lot better than something that has a a lower value. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're both vehicles to attempt to offset inflation, right? Sure. If you can't get gold, or you don't have enough money to buy gold, buy silver. Yeah, that yeah, that's, because that was my sil thought. silver silver is used in manufacturing. 
and uh, there will always be a demand for it. Gold is uh, is used in uh, jewelry, and and you know it's they they call it God's currency. So uh, yeah, anything that hedges inflation. Now there's a way to do that with your automobiles, but uh, that requires a little more in-depth study. But you can you can uh, make your automobile inflation friendly. Because, you know, banks borrow money or banks lend money on cars. If that were not profitable and that were a depreciating asset, then they wouldn't do it, would they? So they get the money back faster than the car depreciates and they, they still own the car till you pay it off. So inflation is something you want a professional to guide you in, uh, in offsetting uh, inflation. But as long as you have taxes and you have have these holes impacting what you're trying to grow, you're not going to get ahead unless you it's like the holes in the bucket. Unless you put more water in that bucket than uh, the force behind the water, which and, and it, it it comes in faster than it's leaking out. It's the same with money. As long as you put income in that bucket and it goes in faster than it's leaking out, and that's a treadmill. Our job is we patch the holes in the bucket. But today I wanted to talk about the three major holes in the bucket that people have to put up with. And the financial planners of the world and these financial institutions don't address it. They just want your money. And they don't address the holes in a bucket. Now, a financial planner may put inflation factors into an illustration they give you or a projection, but uh, they don't factor in the lost opportunity cost. They don't look at uh, uh, inflation-friendly products because if they did, they wouldn't get commissions because very few products in the financial institution coming out of the financial institutions are inflation-friendly. And if they are, they've been discredited. Whole life insurance is inflation friendly. But you ask a financial planner about that and they'll discredit it. I'll buy term and put the money in the market. Well, yeah, buy term and put the money where I can make money off of it. Uh, does that make any sense? No, it's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've got to find out who where the financial axe to grind is. And people that own whole life insurance actually are inflation friendly. And people that don't, they're, they're, uh, they're losing. So today I want to, uh, I wanted to go through this. How much time do we have, Steve? Uh, 15 minutes. We're in 15 minutes. We're at 15. Okay. Just want to make sure I don't go off on a tangent here and, uh, and then you pull the plug on me. I would never do that. So, so next time we're going to talk about propensity to consume technology. It requires more in-depth study. We touched on them briefly and briefly mentioned some things, but let's dig into them. So let me get back to my political rant here. Here we Now I'm going to cut you says, off. No, no, no. If somebody says they're going to raise your taxes... That's not good for either party because the lower the taxes, the better the economy. The lower the taxes, the more people have to spend because they're not paying 
they're not plugging that hole in the bucket with income. They do have disposable income as, as that hole gets smaller. And so when somebody says they're going to raise your taxes to turn the economy around, don't believe them. That makes no sense. And I don't know what economist would ever teach that in a school. But there's liberal economists out there that seem to, to get these notions in their head that make no sense. Uh, Reagan proved it. Uh, and Art Laffer, uh, who's responsible for the Laffer curve, is, uh, is one of the guys that showed that when you lower taxes, money comes out of the woodwork into the economy. When you raise taxes, people hoard. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to fill that figure that out. So when somebody says they're going to raise your taxes, and taxes come in many forms, don't be fooled. It's not just federal, and it's not just uh, payroll tax. And payroll tax is Social Security and the health uh, part that comes out. Uh, state tax, uh, local tax, gasoline coal, tax, gasoline tax sales tax. I mean, you can go on and on and on uh, about the, uh, the taxes because they come in many different forms. What do they say? Uh, wolves in sheep's clothing. So when somebody says they're going to raise your taxes, that, that's taking a boulder and dropping it into a pond. You're going to have a big wave and then you're going to have little ripples that constantly keep going for a long time. And those ripples are little teeny taxes that eat away at you. And so that's why so many people are moving to Florida, these tax-free states. We pay a sales tax down here in Florida, but we don't pay a state income tax. And there's homestead rules and all sorts of things that attract people. Texas is another place where people don't pay uh, state tax, I don't believe, uh, or state mm -hmm. income tax. So the point is that don't be fooled because Joe Biden has said, I want to raise your taxes. And believe me, he has said to you, he's the most progressive person. That alone is going to hurt you regardless of what else he does, that alone is going to hurt you. So uh, I hope this helps. The three biggest holes in your financial bucket are taxes, lost opportunity cost, and inflation. So please keep your taxes down. Work with a financial person that's going to make sure that you eliminate or reduce them as best as you can. I hey, want to wait, thank you all. Wait, for wait, hang on. I'm not going to let you sign off. I have a question. Actually, I have a favor yeah. or a request. Let's put it that way. One of the things you've taught me over the years, and I think it needs to be a topic for a future episode. I don't care when, but I think it's a valuable topic is, you know, when I listen to these, I'm going to put myself on the screen because I'm talking. I, uh, when I listen to these episodes, I always hear, you, you need to do this and you need to do that. And I, I'm a very practical person. I like to hear this is exactly what you can do. And that's kind of why I chimed in with silver. Because if someone can't afford to buy gold, they can afford to buy silver. And buying silver is simple. You know, you can go on the internet, find someplace selling silver and buy some. 
and that offsets inflation. So that's a that's a tactical approach to solving a strategic problem. And so I like to look at, okay, work with a financial planner. That's kind of nebulous to me. I want to see in a future episode something you taught me a long time ago, and that is start a business, right? Starting a business is one of the best ways the average person can offset taxes. And, and I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you my story. I started a business um, buying and reselling video games. Uh, and I think we've on Amazon. on Amazon and on eBay. And, oh. you know, one of the things that I did when we took this trip to South Carolina was, you know, I went buying and selling video games and I came back with a stack. You know, I think I made, you know, I think I might have spent $200 and made 500, you know, on the trip. Mm-hmm. But that, but by doing that, my meals uh, are become a tax. Now I'm not telling everyone to do what I'm doing, get a tax advisor or someone to tell you, but you know, I can write off Accountant. my meals as taxes. I can write off my travel as taxes, you know? So there's not just, you know, one way to skin a cat. One of the, one of the other ways you can do it is if you have a business and you conduct business, all the expenses you incur during the conducting of that business can offset your taxes. My last year's taxes uh, I was able to reduce the amount of taxes that I paid because of my business. So I'd like to see you kind of dig into that on a future episode. Sure. Owning a business is inflation friendly because as inflation goes up, you can raise your prices. As inflation goes up, people will pay more for your uh, video games that yeah. you're selling. And so you're able to be make inflation your friend and not your enemy. And that's something yeah, that a lot great. of people could do. And it doesn't take well, a you lot know, to I get try started. To, I try to stay away from talking about home business because, you know, you got network marketing and all that other stuff in there. And, you know, you and I've tried all that kind of stuff. And I, I really. Well, network marketing some does people work. Turn off. Right. But I'm not saying talk about network marketing. I'm saying find, you know. Even if it's making, you know, there's a whole new cottage industry that's been built from people making uh, masks during this COVID-19. They're making money doing that. You know, find something that you enjoy that you do, you know, cutting grass, whatever the case may be, something that you can turn into a business and you can use those expenses to offset some of the tax. Sure. You know, arbitrage is good. And that's what you're doing. Uh, price arbitrage. You're buying it low and selling it high through some of the most popular vendors on the planet. Right. And uh, if, uh, if you, I mean, it's really hard to screw that up unless you buy high and sell low. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've screwed it up occasionally, but it's 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 the exception, not the rule. So, but yeah, but but I, that's a good topic. I keep for another telling show. you, you ought to put together a course for that. Uh, I'm already working. What do I know? What do I know? I'm already working on that, Ray. All right. I'll get out and let you wrap up the show. All right. I want to thank you all for coming and downloading and listening to the show. And if you want to uh, get a, Steve, have we changed the calendar to 15 minutes? Yes, we have. Okay. If you want a 15 minute phone call, just go to uh, RaymondJewel.com forward slash meet, M-E-E-T. And uh, not M E A T, M E E T, and uh, you know somebody's going to go in there and put M E A T. You know that? 
Yeah, I know. Well, you can't. All I can do is put it on the screen for people to read. And if you're not <laughs> reading, then I suggest you go to youtube.com slash financial freedom radio. Click the subscribe button and then hit that bell so that you get notified when new shows are released. We release our shows every Friday at 2 p.m. There you go. Thank you all for coming. Have a great week. Take care. God bless. Thanks for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. If you want to learn how to create real sustainable wealth like the extremely rich people do, or maybe you just want to sustain the wealth you already have, you need to check out Dr. Ray's new book, Why the Rich are Rich. Ray's been coaching clients for 35 years and has completely unlocked the secret strategies that rich people use day in and day out to grow and sustain their wealth, regardless of what's going on in the economy. His book is completely free, and you can get it by going to whythericharerich.com and entering your email address. Again, that's whythericharerich.com. Head over there now.